welcome to a court of fairies and fangirls. I'm Alex. And I'm Sarah. And this is a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast where we are obsessed with her books and can't stop thinking about them or talking about them. So we figured why not record us thinking and talking about it. We're going to break down chapters, go through each book separately, go into character analysis, and any thoughts or kind of theories that we have about books, characters, plots, etc. And maybe play some fun games along the way. Exactly. So welcome and enjoy. Okay, so... Welcome back, everybody. Another mini. Another mini-sode. Um... The only way this is a spoiler is if you haven't read next week's yep. reading mm-hmm. ever. Um, we're doing things a little differently mm-hmm. this season. We usually save our top five book moments for the last episode. Yep. But because we're also wrapping up all of Akatar, mm-hmm. we have a special like Akatar, like world focused episode next week for yep. the minisode. So we're doing our top five this moments week. just a little early. Mm-hmm. But so. you should have read the last, like, what, 10 chapters? I like, mean, I would think so. Some people read along yeah. with us, so maybe But they not? shouldn't be listening to spoiler-filled mini-sodes. So. Yes, but that, so that's your <laughs> warning. Um, so. so, like always, we'll start at the bottom, work mm-hmm. our way up. Yep, perfect. Do you want to go first? Sure. Um, I just need to throw out that this was a very hard thing for me to do because <laughs> of all the books, I don't know, this rivals, like, Frost and Starlight for me. They're not... Yeah. I don't enjoy this book that much. Yeah. Like, it was good, fine, but, like, I was trying to pick out top fives and I was like, I don't really even remember anything that happened because it's not, like, a memorable book for me. It also is, like, such a big book. It's a very big it's book. It's a very big book. Mm-hmm. And we haven't read this book over and over and over and over. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> because I also had a hard, I, I had a moment where I was like, wait, what happened in this book? I literally looked back through my notes because I couldn't remember. Yeah. Be, I, but I think it's because this is like second time yeah. reading it for us. So we don't have like every moment of it memorized <laughs> in the same way we do the first few books that we've read yeah. probably like 10 times. Yeah. So give yourself some grace, Sarah. Yeah. All right, so number five okay. um, was the fact that Nessa doesn't actually make it to the top of the mountain. Um, <laughs> it's your top, one of your well, top moments. Like, okay, this book for me is very fanficy, especially yeah. like towards the latter half of it. Yeah. Um, and so if she had made it to the top in like the Reese, Cassie, and Asriel category, yeah. I just would have been really pissed. Like, I'm pissed yeah. that she made it as far as she did because it's ridiculous, let's be honest. <laughs> But, like, the fact that she didn't make it to the top made me happy. So, like, yes. in that regard, I thought it was worth being my number five. <laughs> I'm so intrigued to see what the rest of your <laughs> The rest of mine are, like, actual like. moments. But that one, I just felt like it yeah. needed a call out. Because it's, like, she's choosing to stay back and, like, let her friends succeed. So yeah. I like that aspect of it, too. It's not yes. just that she doesn't make it to the top. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good feels friends moment right. also. Yeah. You're so funny. Um, on the topic of feels and friends, mm-hmm. my number five is their sleepover yes. at the house. I do love that. I just thought it was so fun mm-hmm. and joyful. And I think these books, especially this one, can get very like emotionally heavy sometimes. Mm-hmm. So just having that moment of like just joy fun. and yeah. fun in like it just it seemed so like I don't know, like precious and innocent yeah so it just i don't know it just brought a smile to my face reading no about it that. totally does too for me as well 
Um, okay, number four is hunting for the harp and fighting Lanthus. So like the Ooh, whole scene in the prison. I the did really thing. think that was like exciting and like fun and intense. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're gonna you're gonna pick all the battle scenes for your top moments. Pro- aren't you? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a really intense scene. And the harp was like such an intriguing trove. Yes. Also, I think compared to like the other two. Yeah. Um, okay, number four for me is when Cassian makes sure that they're even. Mm, I <laughs> do love that spice. That, that, because I didn't want this all to be spice. Uh-huh. Um, because that's a cop out. Right. But I did that specific moment. No, that's, I think of all the spice, that's probably the best moment. Right. Yeah. Just the intention behind it, mm-hmm. the actual spice, all of it. Yes. Big fan. I love that. Okay, number three. Number three for me is um, actually during Solstice when Mm -hmm. Az and Cassian give their gifts to Nesta. So, like, especially Az, like, just being such a, like, sweet brotherly figure to her. Yeah. I really loved, like, his intentionality for it. And then Cassian's, like, music gift. I just thought those were, like, the two most thoughtful things from them. so thoughtful. Yeah. And then also, this didn't make my list, but speaking of that, like, brotherly nature, Mm -hmm. I do love how this book, like ends with like her and Reese kind of like really embracing being yeah. like brother and sister. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was really sweet. Too. It it's is really not on sweet. my list, but you did just remind me of no, that. No, it's super sweet. Um, okay. My number three, I actually, okay. This is technically action, but mm. it's obviously emotionally based <laughs> is, um, during Romeo mm-hmm. or the blood, right? Gwen and the cat mm. thing cat creature thing yeah just the fact that like Gwyn became this like i'm picturing her like xena warrior princess mode yeah. like all of a sudden in this blood rite and like luring this cat saving them she's like i saw them do this so i knew they'd do that and, the, mm-hmm. and i was like where did this person i know it's like hunger from? game style yeah she's like katniss like, <laughs> exactly and so i love that like change mm-hmm. for her um, it just, it made me laugh. And I also just thought it was like really intense too and really brave. And yeah. I just was like, whoa, like you go. Mm-hmm. That's my number three. That almost made my list actually. I thought almost. that was really cool too. I know. Um, okay. Number two, another action, obviously, um, the hunting for the mask and facing the Kelpie. Oh, no. it's, it's like terrifying, but this it's scary. I don't know. Like when people can write terrifying scenes and like make me terrified I find that super impressive yeah so like the writing combined with like the creativity and just the intensity of it all yeah I really like that that was oh my god it's so scary I know (laughs) I literally every time I think about it I want to cry um okay my number two Mm -hmm. is um around Cassian learning to secretly dance and then like stealing the the show with Nesta that's so precious just the Honestly, it's more so the fact that he was, like, secretly taking dance lessons. I know. I just was like, you are. He's so sweet. You are the sweetest. Oh, love our boy Cassian. Love it. Okay, top moment is Nesta saving Farah and Nyx with the harp. Yeah. I just, like, it was so sweet. It was so brave. It yeah. was just daring and, like, it was all the feels, but it was, like, super action-y, too. Yeah, and it was so um, self-sacrificing, which it is. It was. It's the opposite. The opposite of what we've experienced with her. Like, yes. we, can't, we kept calling that out about how she just, like, mm-hmm. only would do that for Elaine. I know. Well, and it's like she tells Farah that she loves her. She's I never know. said that to anyone. And it's like, she's like, thinks back, Farah saved me in the woods. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's where it all started. And it was just like, I felt like it was a good, like, wrap up, like, yeah, bring the whole series to fruition kind I of thing. I love that. Yeah. 
So that was my last one. That's a good one. I'm surprised that one didn't make my list. This My number one is actually tied to one you already said, which is mm-hmm. around Nesta fighting Lanthus. Mm-hmm. But then specifically the moment where she finds herself thrown over Cassian again, mm-hmm. but has that shift of like, at Highburn, mm-hmm. when I was battling Highburn, I didn't have power and I was afraid and I was this, but I won't be now. And mm-hmm. then like, the, ch- it, it the like, change in her. Yeah, the change in her and the way it mirrored that other scene, mm-hmm. I just thought was like so cool and powerful. Yeah. And it just, to your point from earlier, like it was just an intense, mm-hmm. really awesome fighting scene yeah. too. So it was like all the things for me. Yes. So I put a fighting scene I know, in I'm there. Very impressed. It's surprisingly number one, but it was also, like I said, very emotionally based. Yes. <laughs> so. I think this is the first time we don't have any of the same. I know. I'm kind of surprised by that. I am too. I mean, kind of the fighting Lanthus. Yeah. One. But. But yeah. Anywho, what were your guys' favorite moments yeah. from this book? Let us know. Are you, are you all spice? All spice? Because <laughs> I could have made a list of just Oh, I could have done one. all the spice. Yeah. Because <laughs> honest, if we're honest. If we're honest. It's the best part of the book. Those are the best parts of the book. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but let me, and you know what? I'll just say, I also want to add. I did really appreciate this isn't a moment, but obviously we had like a point of view shift with this book, Mm -hmm. right? Going from like Feyre's point of view to Vesta's point of view. And I think while like the style was very different than like the other three Akatar books, Mm -hmm. I thought it was a good reflection of Mm -hmm. who the point of view was mostly from. Mm -hmm. So like, a book that's maybe like kind of romance heavy and a little cheesy. Mm-hmm. Like those are the things like Nesta loves, right? You know, to read. So I kind of get why yeah. SJM wrote this book the way she did, even though we kind of threw a little bit of shade on it. Yeah. Um. I that's how that's what I choose. Yeah. To, to think. Be, to but believe. I think it's also good that we get Nesta's point of view. Yeah. In that, like, I can sort of finally kind of understand where she's coming from. <laughs> I say it with all those like words because yeah. I still don't understand like, Nesta. Asterisks. Asterisks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> me and Nesta will never be on the same page. Yeah. But I think that this is the best way to make readers like me who are not like Nesta. Yeah. At least sort of get a glimpse as to why she did what she did yes. the whole time. So like, I think it's important that we did get it from her point of view. Yeah. So while it's not a moment, I think acknowledging empathy as a top, yeah, a top gift of this book. Yes. Um, is important. Yeah. But anywho. Yeah. But, uh, next week is finale week. Finale week. So, um, exciting things to come. Yes. But, uh, other than that, We'll talk to you next week. Yes. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and um, we're going to have some stuff going on there during finale week. So yeah, keep your eyes peeled. Mm -hmm. Um, But we'll talk later. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to a court of fairies and fangirls, a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe, and let us know what you think. You can find us on Instagram at at fairiesandfangirls. Jump in on the conversation, and we look forward to chatting with you more next week. Bye! Bye!